up? You are listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We're your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy new week. Happy last week of June. Right. It's, so it's officially summer now. How fast did that, like, I feel like June just flew by. It really did. It absolutely did. Like, it's summer. I'm already mourning it. I just can't. Like, it's over. Um, we finally transitioned to summer weather. However, the evenings are nice and cool, so I'm here for that. Yes, I'm here for all day. Um, like, I love the sun beating on me, beating, beaming. <laughs> beaming. I love the nightly coolness. Like, I'm just here every day for this weather. Um, I think this is me. Well, actually, no. I've talked about it with some of my friends, and I think you're with me but um is it like how do you feel as you're getting older like when you get hot like there's okay it's one thing to get hot right yeah it's it's another thing to sweat yes it's another thing to enjoy the warmth Mm. and enjoy the vitamin d Mm -hmm. but then like are you over i feel like i find myself being over it quicker than than before no, not me. Oh, okay. I don't like, think you're there yet. I'm not there yet. I, I will say I don't like, like, if I have to get ready for something, and that means an event where I'm actually putting effort into what I look like, aka makeup, doing my hair, mm-hmm. I cannot. I need the air conditioner, like, at full-blown force because if I sweat even just a little, it ruins my entire mood. Okay. I will say that. 1,000%. Yeah, but one time, if I get ready and I don't sweat, I can then step outside into the heat and I can sweat as much as I can sweat and I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how you know you're not there yet. I used to be the same way until now when I need to get ready in full, like, Arctica temperatures <laughs> and then I step outside and I'm full, like, desert and it's just like, no, there is, like, there's no in between. You know what I mean? Before it was no big deal. Now it's just like, I can't take one extreme together. I'm annoyed. I'm sweating in places I'm not proud of. I'm sweating in places I didn't know I should be sweating at my age. Like, you know, it's just like a real big slap in the face. Yeah. I am sweating in more places that I've never sweat before. I will say that. All right, good. I'm glad you're on this journey with me. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I don't know about you, but as I'm getting older, my body type is changing where it's like, you know how they say, oh, women get pregnant and their body types change. Well, I haven't gotten pregnant and my body type is changing. Like, what is happening? I don't know. I, I don't know but it's like I'm not here for this process and like I again I need we we need to write a book on yeah. things they should have told you when you reach your 30s literally we need to write this book because like why are my hips getting wider like, why no no I'm a deeply deeply upset about it. like I think like I you guys I hope I, I know you guys think it's like comical when you're hearing me bitch on the other end but I swear to god you guys like I'm genuinely deeply upset about this yeah like I don't like because nobody tells you so it's literally like I was actually talking to one of my other cousins today and I was telling her oh well after our cousin's brunch on May 14th I got severely sick projectile vomiting and I haven't had a drink since and she goes well, Laura, you're finally getting older. And I'm like, wait, what? This is a thing? Like, why didn't nobody tell me this? Like, she's like, you might never go back to drinking the way you used to. And I don't know that I'm ready for that stage of life yet. 
oh no I'm never ready for that stage of life yeah like what do you mean like how like was that the last little I can't remember the last time I drank without feeling sick and it's just like was that the last time that was ever gonna happen like I didn't enjoy it like I didn't like sit in the drunkenness enough (laughs) right that's what I'm saying it's just I'm deeply upset I'm deeply disturbed I'm still like not okay with no one informing anybody of this transition in life. So now, like, it's my karma, right? So shout out to your sister, Maria. So, like, when she comes on the podcast and talks about her transitions and I sit here and, like, mock her, this is my karma because she, you know, she talks about her transitions, but, like, what about our transitions? And, like, why am I not retaining any of it? Yeah, this is a big transition that nobody talks about. You're mid-30s. Yes, yes. So, Maria, I'm sorry. Yeah, we feel you. I mean, what are we going to say when we turn 50? I, Laura? Like- <laughs> one day at a time. Okay? okay, I'm not there yet. I okay. can't, don't, I don't have the bandwidth to even think that far in advance. Okay, yeah, we won't, we won't sweat until we're there <laughs> literally that was good i that was really good right i'm that funny was that was good um <laughs> how was your week honestly uh i feel like there's not enough sage there's not <laughs> enough holy water there's not mm. enough meditation there's not enough nature walks that i can do at this ripe age of 34 almost 35 years old because i just feel like every day that goes by my patience is just wearing thin and I used to be so nice and as I get older I literally just want to tell everybody to like fuck off Mm. and I I almost hate it because it's just like they didn't even do anything that bad or you know at least most people don't but it's just like I don't know every week I'm just literally buying more and more incense and sage and it just keeps running out because I'm just trying to like stay in my zen mode and people just test me and that's where I'm at okay well you heard it here first guys yeah I don't like I don't know is it just me is it like getting older is it just my everyday life like I don't know what it is but like fuck off is coming to mind like more and more and more um no i don't think it's coming with age i think this is life um i think you're at a not a turning point but i think you're finally seeing things for what they are yeah um and not to say that you haven't before but i think you're just finally actually processing everything and um there's some days where you can grasp it better than others unfortunately this week for you everything happened at once which is very relatable but um you know but i think too what i i want you to remember and what you know we we are here for one another in that regards is like after everything that you and i both go through like eventually we, we get through it right yes always so I think you just got to try to keep remembering that, that, yeah, it may seem like really shitty right now. And you want to may like tell the whole world to go fuck off. Um, and you might want to just like literally isolate, but remember there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you will get through it. Yeah. I think like when I was younger, even just being in your twenties, you like really let a lot of shit go. And like, you just turn a blind eye and you're just like, ah, whatever. But between the ages of, I would say, at least for me, it was 33 to now, like you just really get this dose of reality and you just really, like you said, like start seeing 
people, events, life, or what it is, like, you kind of take off these, like, your rose-colored glasses, and it's just, like, holy shit, like, and I always, like, expect the worst, hope for the best, and it's just, I don't know, I kind of just, I want to always expect the best in people, but you just can't anymore. You kind of just have to go into situations with, like, kind of no expectations, and just be in it and do you and whatever happens happens and I think like that's where I'm getting at where it's like I can't even and not to say it like in a negative way like hope for the best but you kind of just got to take life for what it is and just like move on and it's it's a like thing that I'm trying on and I mean it, it sucks yeah well no one said it was gonna be easy yeah for sure growing pains are real people yeah absolutely um and it it can't be easy because that means you're not learning or you're not growing so you're going through this for a reason um and i know and i i promise you you're gonna make it out on the other side okay yeah for sure thank you how about you um so this week was really rough for me um i had some personal things going on at work um that i i'm just not ready to talk about here on the podcast um just well it 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 came out of left field for me um so that was it's just really i'm still processing through it to be honest so that's i've been um really inside my head a lot about it um Mm. and then i just feel like i have like july is july and september for me are like really um i I don't know what it is well september is always like emotional for me avi um Mm -hmm. but um but next july is just like yeah like next month is just um i think i actually have to put like my cards in place and finally make some uh big girl moves and uh i think it's all like hitting me at once yeah so uh thank god i had therapy this week um so that was refreshing to say the least i i actually i really really felt uh better in a better mindset after that because i just felt like very very scattered and i just couldn't like move any pieces at all like I was literally incapable of physically moving any pieces um to make better choices for myself so that was always that was always good and the clarity is just what I honestly is what I really needed but um yeah I actually like it's weird because I hear your voice after you go to therapy and I like literally hear the difference yeah it's she's she's like the best um you create like so much space for yourself almost or like you kind of like get centered again yeah exactly thank you yeah that's exactly what it was and I just really 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 needed it um yeah so that 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 was helpful but um so that was it was it was a little little heavy but um I went to my first real I mean I've been to a country concert before but nothing like this um so I don't for those of you who don't know this about me I am a huge huge Morgan Wallen fan um I know it's really weird it's not really my realm of music but Mm -hmm. um I'm I'm really really into him um so my cousin and I went to go to his concert and you guys I've never experienced anything like that before in my life. Um, I would go over and over and over again. It was it, it was amazing. It was such a vibe. the uh, the 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 people watching I did was wow. Um, 
but the music the the energy it was just like it's just what i needed it was just i i can't wait till his next album drops and he goes back on tour because it's he's just so fucking good but um so that was that was a really really an experience that i am super grateful for that i was able to do it and especially with veronica so that was cool and um but yeah so you know, I don't know who I've become. And that's another thing I just needed to point out here too. Like I actually had this conversation at work. So my coworkers are like ripping on me. They're like, who the fuck are you? Like, I know <laughs> listening to country music, going to a concert. Yeah. Like uh, they're like ripping on me. And I'm just like, you know, this is what I'm talking about. Like no one to- tells you like your whole life, you're accustomed to a certain type of music. As you get older, you actually open your horizons to thing and and literally welcome it and i'm obsessed and now i'm obsessed with him and i went to his concert and that's what i'm saying like um i don't just go to concerts just to go to concerts like i go because i act genuinely uh, want to spend the money and it's something that i thoroughly enjoy and i will spend my money over and over again to see him wow i love it i yeah. have to like start listening to more of his music he um he's just and listen, he is, he's quite controversial. I, I understand that. But it's not about the beliefs behind it. I don't think that's Wait, what why is he controversial? He's made some um, very inappropriate remarks and comments in regards to a certain type of... Uh, like is he very right wing or left wing? He's like his own wing. He makes oh. his own like <laughs> stance. Own and wing. Yeah, so... Um, you know, the thing is, is when I went to the, when I first went, I think I've said this here on the podcast, when I went to like my first country, country, which I don't know how country it was. It was uh, Florida Georgia line oh, Nelly, yeah. and, and the Backstreet Boys. So I don't really know. You know, it was it wasn't like it was like blood. one one third country. Right, right. But I went, you know, and I was like. I was dreading that, because, but I was, I'm a fan of Nelly and that's all. And I went because my friends, like they're like SD, like, try, and I'm not backstreet girl, like mm-hmm. at all. So I went with my friends, like open, like expand my horizons or whatever. I'm like, okay, it was a good vibe. I opened myself up to it. I was like, mm, probably not going to do this ever again, but whatever. Then I discover this guy fall in love with him. And I did not get the memo of the, the cowboy hats, cowboy boots and flannel. Oh, kind of country. Right. And you will never catch me. I know you will catch me in flannel, but you'll never catch me in a hat and boots. Now, mind you, V was talking about how she's like, I'm going to wear my boots. I'm going to wear my hat. And I I was just like ripping on her. I'm like, "Mm, no, like we're not those people. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I must say there was a many of that there. Um not really my thing but you know i didn't know decorating your hat was a thing oh like with like rhinestones rhinestones the flag um what else we it's had like his- a graduation hat yes um they had uh like his his logo like w- what his logo is whatever oh i got a t-shirt i got a fucking t-shirt can you believe that I don't even know who you are right now. Um, it's just it was just a lot going on, you know. And but the boots, the boots, uh, the, those were very colorful. They came in every shape and size. Um, there's I didn't realize there was a different type of brown. Like there's many shades of brown. Oh, yeah. So you know, it is what it is. Um, I I I took it for what it was. I literally experienced the fuck out of it. I had a great time. Oh, I love that for you. Thank you. Do you think, like, maybe next time you'll wear a hat 
or no, no. you're just no. gonna stop with the flannel right I'm just I mean I now know to wear a flannel um but it was also extremely hot so thank god I didn't wear a flannel I was about um, to say can you wear flannel in the in the summer oh they sure did oh okay yeah. is it still called flannel or is it plaid Right, like, what is it when it's in the summer? That's right. a great question. Yeah, like, I don't know that it's still a flannel. Because when I think of flannel, I think of, like, wool and, like, something very itchy. Oh, my God. Lord, that's I such a flannel. great question. And when I think of plaid, I just think of, like, the actual prints. No, there's different styles to it. I guess. I don't know. We have to look that up. Yeah, that's a great. I would never have thought to like thought about it like that. Yeah, we have to definitely. Although there has been a time in my life in my early twenties where I did wear plaid or flannel. I don't know. I wore it during the summer, so whatever that one is. Yeah. Oh, see, no, I've never done that. Yeah, you... I've I've worn it, but it wasn't. It was like a a light kind of throw. No, no. There is a thickness. So there's a thin, and then there's a thick. So yes. I think the thick one is for fall, which yes. you always like. Uh, you could catch me in the flannel in the fall, but the thin one I feel like is very itchy, is very polyestery like, and I think that's the one you wear in the summer. But I don't know. Don't 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 like. Yeah, don't come at we'll, me for that we'll look that up and put it on our gram. Right. Um. So there's that. Well, good. I'm glad you had a good time. That like Thank you're you. expanding your musical options. Always, girl. Always. It's good. This is my. It was what you call growing in your 30s. Literally. I love it. I feel like for summer, I'm very into. Uh, I have a um, playlist on my Spotify. It's called Summer Sunset Vibes, mm. and it's kind of just like a playlist that you would play probably like at the beach, or I think of like Miami, of course, poolside. And kind of just that, like, loungy beat music that I love so much. Good. Yeah. It's it's getting me through. Love that for you. Yes. Um. Oh, Lord. I wanted to ask you. Uh-oh. Do you know that Haley Bieber has a middle name? Is it? No, I don't even know. Is it, like, Madonna? No. It's even worse. Yes. Oh Road. Haley Ro- I feel like I knew that. So I didn't know, but she dropped like a whole what's it called? Cosmetic line. Yes. Um, and I was like wondering why it was called Road, and that's because it's her middle name. And I don't know how I feel about the name. Wasn't it like her mother's maiden name or like her grandmother's name or something like that? Oh, I didn't do that much of a deep sea dive, but I think um, so. Honestly, but you- I don't mind roads. Oh, road. okay. Because it's, road, I like, like the, road. But I like the way it's spelled. It's R-H-O-D-E. Oh, well, I mean. I mean, it's so. way better than, like, what we have these days, for sure. Right, right, right. I just didn't know if you knew, because I didn't know. I yeah, I totally forgot. It. Yes. Um. So did J-Lo finally get in touch with you yet, or no? J-Lo did not get in touch with me. Ever since she's been with Ben, like, there's been no messages to my phone. It's like the girl dropped me for her new fiancé. So, did you not watch the documentary yet, or we're not talking about it? No, I watched the full documentary. I cried. I clapped. I literally gave a standing ovation at one point. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) I wrote down quotes from it. Like, the amount of emotion that I felt in this documentary was beyond. Like, it was, I think I'm going to rewatch it, because I just, I loved it so, so much. 
All right. Well, I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> of course. Um, I mean, I didn't like hate it. I just didn't like it. Right. So we need to apologize when we reported here prior to seeing the documentary about how her talking shit on Shakira about yeah. the Super Bowl. So that was total propaganda. Good job for the media to twisting the words around because that was never came out of her mouth. Never like it, nothing of that sort. Like that just goes to show what the media can make a reality. A hundred percent. So we need to apologize and take that back. So no, no hate or shame towards JLo. Um, I love that you loved it for you. I did not love it that way. Um, I think I loved it because so like JLo, I'm a Leo Scorpio moon and I saw so much of my emotional self in everything that she does and I was just like holy shit like though just the way she was expressing some things I'm like yes like this is how I feel okay um so let me let's talk about it okay because I just this okay first of all I feel like when a glitter thermos has more (laughs) screen time than your fiance, your children, your exes, (laughs) your publicist, your manager, your, you know, your lawyer. I just feel like that says a lot about who you truly are as a person. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I do feel the documentary should have been named J-Lo and her glitter thermos. Yes. Like one, that, I will say. Yes. Um, and it so like, me, like, I hated the glitter thermos. Like, the, it, that's not like even glitter. Lot. It's like Swarovski crystal <laughs> head to fucking toe. You know it costs more than our fucking salaries per year. A hundred percent. But I just, I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. So I just have to start off with that. That's number one. Number two... Um, I love, I don't know if you noticed, but this is like me, what I I gained out of it. Okay. So did you notice how she was rocking a rods engagement ring? No. Yes. So we had, so that's what we were seeing when she was one-on-one with her. You're right. When she was in her sloppy bun and like her cardigan and shit looking cute. I will give it to her. She's rocking the a rod ring. So that's how long ago this documentary was, was filmed. Yep. I did not appreciate that. We got very little of Ben. He literally was in it for a minute, not even like 30 seconds. And that's just my thing. Like you're fucking JLo. You could have edited the shit out of this. You could have like went back and did shit. You could have added like, that's what I'm saying. Like there's so much hype about this fucking documentary. And, and and that's what it was. Like, that's what I was deeply upset about. So come at me, but this is where I'm thinking. So like you're, this is how far ago it was. You're, you're still engaged to A-Rod. Okay. So there's nothing about Mark Anthony. None. Um, which is fucked up because you, 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 your, your children are in it. So I just feel like you should pay homage to the father of your children. Um, seeing as fact that was your last marriage that was, you know, you had a family, like you created mm-hmm. a family in. Um, ben was in it for 2.5 seconds. You're now with Ben. So I just feel like you should have, like, there's lack of, to me, I thought there was lack of respect for Ben. Um, because again, everything was centered around this fucking halftime show and the ring like that's not who you are right now and yes i get it you're you're talking for all the latinas out there and and how it was like getting you know pushed to the wayside and overlooked and all this i get it i i I get it i respect your hustle but i just feel like honey your movie i don't know why you thought like that was emmy award winning global nominee like i I just you were a stripper like why do i don't know i just feel like 
I, I don't know. I was just like, oh, did we watch the same movie? Did we see the same movie? Because I don't understand why you think like you needed all that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch Hustlers. I don't think I'm going to watch Hustlers. It's just not like my type of movie that I want to watch. But, and I thought the same thing as you, like, does she really expect, like, you know, a Golden Globe or Oscar nomination for this or win? But looking at it from, like, another point of view as a Leo Scorpio Moon, I think what happened was that this movie, or the way I interpreted it from um, the documentary, was this was the first like real movie in her life where she just felt like so attached to everything in it. Mm. And like, she put her entire soul into this movie. So it wasn't so much about like the movie and what it was, but I think it was about the dedication that she put towards it and what it meant to her and to not get recognition from the outside world for it. I think that's like what hurt her the most. Okay. Like that's, I get it. Yeah, that's what I like took from it because I would I, feel the same way. Yeah, I, 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 no, no, no. I understand that, but like, how can you stand so firmly behind something when at the end of the day you played a role of of the mom of all the strippers who coerced and manipulated drugs and these men, financial like well established men and taking advantage of them why do why mm. like i just feel like we're not looking at the same uh, um ending here like if you want to stand behind something that you put your blood sweat and tears for by all means right. i you know I, I get it but like not this role like you played like there's so you, i don't know there's just so many other movies that she's played where like yeah holy fuck she played her heart out but this role you're you're going at it like this. Like, I, I just didn't see the connection. And I listen, I, who the fuck am I? I'm just, again, this is my opinion. I just couldn't understand, like, why there was so much animosity and so much grief over this. And then, like, she then, in addition to, correlates it with the halftime show that she was offended because they never asked, like, they asked her. And then they asked, you know, someone, uh, Shakira, to join the stage with her. And she's like, why? Because we're two Latina. And I'm just like, yeah, that's a stretch for me. I, I, yes. I really do. Like, if you look back on a lot of the um, halftime shows, there are many artists that shared the stage and 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 did features. You know what I'm saying? Like, and granted, I, I, I love the, this. I did love that she showed us. Ex- extreme, like exactly how hard it is to coordinate such a very short time with to do all that I, I, and you know and who better to do it than JLo I get all that but like I, I just didn't understand like what like all this hype like I it wasn't yeah. that deep I mean for me for me yeah um and I um the last thing I want to say and I, I'm sorry if you feel like I'm like over talking it's just because I was just so angry like I was texting Laura I was watching this she's like, like I hate this yeah I was like now I remember why I can't I, I'm don't I'm not a stand for her this way so lastly um is this um I really if I was P Diddy or Puff or whatever the fuck his name is by what he goes by now um Sean Combs whatever I would be upset mm. um her relationship with him was so magnified when they were dating mm-hmm. it was such controversial I mean the woman went to court and like testified for this man. Um, it, it would really, really what like she was going through. Like it was a lot of shit she was going through when she was with him. And I just feel like 
this man also not only dragged you through the ringer, but like put you on a different platform. Like you would have not been a hot 97 or power one or five, like having these interviews being from the Bronx, because you never were that type of artist. You were always the Latina with the Mm -hmm. Spanish, you know, and the pop, like when you started dating him, like he paved the way for you in that, in that genre, as I should say. And I just feel like there was zero recognition of who she was when she dated him. And, all the success she came because of who he was. And I was just like, I was honest, a dead ass. I was looking forward to that part of her life. Zero. Oh my God. Literally Thomas said the same thing. Oh, see. Um, and of course I completely disagree with all of it. Of course. Of course. It wouldn't... <laughs> go ahead. Let's go. So I kind of love that none of her men were in it. Um, because JLo has been, so I will, I will start off by saying this, like JLo was Jennifer Lopez until she met P Diddy. And then I feel like P Diddy made her JLo. And yes, there's no like hiding the fact that she became what she became from that relationship. Like it was just next level, like JLo, she became this really big star, but at the same time, like, that was always in her. So, like, she was going to become that, like, one way or another. It just happened, like, through P. Diddy. And I feel like a big part of who JLo is is all of her relationships, right? With P. Diddy, with Ben Affleck, with Mark Anthony, with A-Rod. Like, she's had all these, like, really high-profile relationships that were always in the media. But I kind of liked that this documentary was just about her. Her, her work how she made it, where she made it. I mean, I thought it was a little weird her children in it more. That kind of, like, weirded me out a little. But at the end of the day, like, J-Lo is about J-Lo. And I feel like that really shined through in this. And she's just a motherfucking star. And I think, like, this whole, like, halftime crap with Shakira about how she's, like, I think what she got mad at is that there was never two headliners at a Super Bowl. Like, they made it so that this had two headliners. There's usually one headliner and then, like, the feature artist. But, like, and she was saying, like, you know, two Latinas, whatever. I think that's bullshit. I think she just wanted to be the main artist and then have Shakira be her feature artist. And I wish she would have said that versus Mm. go this, like, more political whatever kind of route where it's just like no girl like you're fucking like you wanted to be the fucking headliner and just fucking own it you know like you are the star you should have been the headliner I think like in my own personal opinion Mm -hmm. but I don't know there's just like this what I didn't like again about like this entire thing like I love I love her whole creative process I love um how, you know, even though, like, the Super Bowl, it was a very political stance, I liked that when she said, like, I can't go against, like, my belief system. Like, if I go against what I believe, I might as well just not be there. And I like that she stuck to whatever she wanted to do. I think, like, as just a human being, I think we should all be like that, like, kind of just stick to our belief systems. Um, But I kind of don't like the route she's taking like meaning she's now going to be like this more like political activist and yes like obviously she has something to say she has something she's standing for 
But at the end of the day, like, she is J-Lo. She's a star. You know, it's like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, this next stage of her life, of, like, mm. where of where it's going. Um, I don't know. But overall, I love the documentary. I love, love, love her creative process and how, like, everything she does – she said something so brilliantly that I really resonated with. She's like, I'm always chasing that feeling, like in everything that I do, like in the music and the dancing, the acting. She's like, I'm just trying to get to feel that feeling and to like share it with everybody else. And I just thought like that was brilliant because life is about that. It's just about like how we feel in that moment. And I think that's what she delivers to all of us as a performer. And I don't know. I loved it. There parts I definitely expected Ben in it more but I like that he wasn't in it because this was truly about her her life journey and like how she made it here literally a girl with a fucking dream from the Bronx yeah absolutely yeah that that was portrayed very well in it um um I love that she was so raw and candid about her relationship with her mother you could tell it's love, very yeah. toxic very very toxic. very right um like they don't really like they're not like sweet sweet girls. no there's there is no relationship they're just cohabitating yeah i saw i felt that energy too um and which i appreciate you know i i love I, I appreciated that much and the the, the other thing I, I wanted to point out too was um her daughter uh yeah. she didn't really say much not that she didn't say much she didn't really yeah how do I say this? And I don't, I, God, allegedly, supposedly, I don't know how else to protect myself in saying this, but like, I felt more, there was a reason why it was her daughter, her daughter, her daughter. And, um, it, mm-hmm. not that she was neglecting her son and hear me out. I think there was a, a purpose for that and is because I don't know if you caught on, but she used the pronouns they, them. Yes. That's what um, I'm saying. So I was like, okay, I see what you're doing here. And he, and her son, you know, wasn't mentioned. So I, 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 there wasn't like an avenue that she was trying to get at. Right. Um, so you know, to each its own. Um, at the end of the day, she's extremely successful, and she's and she's doing great things with what she's putting her hands on. So I, I give her that. I just felt like it was a, it wasn't like a, it was just a lot. It yeah. was a lot. It's just who I think she's always been is very a lot. Um, she's extra for sure she is extra and like you can tell like there's no bullshit like when she gets on that stage and she's like taking charge even like with her backup dancers the way I mean I so appreciate the way she just like calls them out and is like no like step up but at the same time it's like whoa like it's the J-Lo show yeah 100% yeah as it should be I mean she's she's definitely a star but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see this next phase of JLo's life. And uh, I mean, just as a performer, when I saw her doing those dance moves, I'm just like, holy shit, this woman is 51 or 52 at this point. And like, she is just busting moves. Yeah. Like, I can barely like walk to the corner store without being out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I just can't. Um, but yeah, so you guys take a look at it. Uh, hopefully, we didn't just ruin it for you. So yeah, but. I highly recommend it. I think everybody should watch it. Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, it's it, not it, the it, best documentary. No, first. no, definitely not. But um, it, but it's, just it's to, good. It's worth watching. Yeah. 
Um, did you finish the Kardashians? I did, and I'm so sad it's over. Right? Like, I feel like something's missing. Yeah. Although this episode just made me cringe. Like, I was literally, you know, I just put my hands over my face, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, is this really happening? Yeah. The whole Tristan thing finally came out. Um, I just, I don't know, you guys. Yeah. Like, it's just, it. I... I don't feel sorry for Chloe. I, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't give a shit that they keep saying, like, try to keep your family together. I don't give a shit. That's your choice. Um, you know, it is what it is. That just, I, that whole thing uh, was really, it, it, the only thing that was sad is that, like, she genuinely wholeheartedly thought that house was going to be her home for her, her daughter and him. And that's what's sad. Um, is that she je- like she had hopes for that? Um, yep. So that was shitty. Um, I love that Kim is in love. I love that she's sharing that side with us. I love that she's also talking about how tumultuous her marriage was. Like she's giving us little tidbits, and I love that for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm over Courtney and Travis. Like I- I'm literally so over, over them. them. Um, Chris is just. Chris Jenner. What else can I say? And her master class is out now, by the way. I'm going to watch it. Of course you are. Yeah. And the other two girls who are barely on it, like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to say, except for now we know that Kendall and her bae are officially broken up. We've reported it on our social media platforms. Um, I wonder if we're going to get that on the new season. Um, I didn't like the time lapse, like how we're going from the wedding to now where the Tristan thing, the uh, Tristan thing, which happened before the wedding. It's like you guys are the Kardashians, like get it together. Yeah. Like, come on, make your editing better. Um, Um, you know, I actually did feel sorry for Chloe because I genuinely think that she Well, first of all, let me preface this by saying she needs to understand her own emotional pattern and why this keeps happening to her. Because at this point, it's just like, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you, fool me three times, hello, like get a therapist or get a better one, you know? And it's just like, but at the same time, like, I really do, I felt really bad for her because you could tell, like, she just wanted the best for, you know, herself and her child. And she trusted this sleazy motherfucker. And not only did he do this, but he legit tried to cover it up and lied to her over and over again. And it's just like, you could tell she was, like, really blindsided by it all. And I just felt so awful for her that it's just like dude just at least just tell her like you know it's gonna come out like you're dating a kardashian like of course it's gonna fucking come out like just fucking tell her like she's owed that and i think that's what made me feel so bad that it's just like holy shit like this sucks like as a woman watching it or or just as another human being i'm like holy fuck like she deserved the truth and uh, although yeah i saw a picture on instagram they were all together again yesterday so I mean, if she doesn't learn her lesson this time, then I definitely won't feel bad for her. <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't. And I I don't know how I feel about the new Kim. I think she's annoying. Oh, I love she, it. No, she's annoying me. It's just like, okay, girl, like, just rein it back a little. Like, she's just, she went from being this, I don't want to say nice person, this 
I don't know the right word, gentle, soft-spoken to this very like in your face, I'm a lawyer, shut the fuck up, bitch type personality. And it's like, whoa, like, can we have a transition period here? (laughs) No, she's getting dicked down. She's happy. She's in love. She's like living her life. She's actually able to go out, wear colorful clothes. Like, I mean, (laughs) let her live her life. I'm here for it. I don't know. She's just annoying me. I mean, I'm living for her photos. I think she looks the best she's ever looked. But I don't know. There's something about her where it's just like, okay, girl, like we get it. You're like, I feel like she's becoming too full of herself. I think it's called um, self-respect. I think she wasn't able to have that in a lot in most of her marriage. I think she was refrained a lot in her marriage. And I think she's finally like able to express um how she is right now hence the change of hair color the color for clothes the new attitude her new her new outlook on life i just i love this for her this is literally from a psych standpoint this is what happens when you're enclosed in a relationship when you are i'm not saying controlled i'm not saying um that like he restricted her i'm saying that she was refrained from self-expression from self-worth from self-respect and i see that like it's literally psych 101 and that and think about it when let's just any relationship you've ever been in right yeah when you get out of one don't you go out sometimes party get a tattoo 100 percent. go yes. get wasted have yes. a one night stand have a hookup whatever yes one okay. million percent right so there you go she she you know it, it wasn't she wasn't able to do that you know that's she's kim true. fucking kardashian she it, it's just it didn't it wasn't it wasn't how, she was so and that's one thing i got out of this out of this um show is that they are so loyal to themselves mm-hmm. i'm uh, meaning the family that like they will go hell or high water to not to hide, but to protect. Um, thank you. The father of their children, their name, their yep. marriages, their relationships, their friendships. And to me, at the end of the day, yes, that's loyalty. But like, at what cost? Exactly. And I think she's realizing that now. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah, you're definitely right about that. Um, it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like it's maybe just too much like okay like i'm all for her finding herself her freedom who kim really is but it's like okay like chill out just a little like Mm. we get it right but i don't know um did you have you seen the new um adam sandler movie on netflix hustle hustle no definitely not watch it it's really fucking good I can't believe he has a new movie out. Yeah, my sister recommended it to me, and I'm ups- I love. I fell in love. It's not just because it's about basketball. It's really fucking good. Like he did such a great job. I was shook. Like I haven't seen a good Adam Sandler movie in a hot minute, and this blew it out of the water. Okay, I'm gonna watch it next on my list. Um, and last but not least, um, Alexis. Oh yeah, Alexis Maloney and Hunter Parr from The Ultimatum tied the knot. Yes. Well, we knew that was happening. Um, I'm just glad that they were able to share their wedding pictures with us. And you guys go check it out. Yeah, we'll we'll post it on Instagram. That's all. We'll stay there. Um. <laughs> so I think it's time, Laura. Oh, God. Like, I just can't. Like, what the fuck goes on? 
Right. So we are really proud to say that this podcast is not about politics. We don't we don't really touch we touch a little, but we, we really try to refrain from talking about any of it. But unfortunately, Laura and I agreed this week that what happened, what got overturned this week was too big of a deal not to talk about it on our podcast. Um like, where could, do we even begin? It's, like, right. such, like, a heavy topic. Yeah. I could speak for the both of us to say um, how enraged, how frustrating, how upset, how sad, and how um, angry we were this week when we found out this news. Um, I cried. Yeah, I didn't cry. Um, I was I was emotional. I've been, I've been emotional wreck all week. I was emotional, and this like literally topped it off for me. Um, and if Laura, if you don't mind, I just want to like start off by saying something. Yeah, please. Um, so you know, you could cancel me, you could come after me, whatever, DM me, whatever. The, um, I just have to say this, and I really thought about how I would word this on our podcast because, again, I want to say again. This is strictly our, our opinions, our beliefs, and what we stand for. And if you don't like it, by all means, turn us off. Yeah, unsubscribe. Um, yeah. No one should have the light, I'm sorry, right, to tell anyone what medical decisions to do, uh. um, let alone what their bodies. Mm-hmm. I personally respect anyone, um, anyone's rights to do as they choose with their bodies. Um, for instance, you want bigger boobs? By all means. Uh, you want to take Viagra at the age of eight and nine? By all means. You want um, meds to make an opposite of uh, make you an opposite sex? By all means. It's your body, your choice. I also want to say, if you're against abortion, then don't get one. Mm-hmm. If you're against contraception, then don't take any. Yep. If you're against same-sex marriage or relationships... Don't have one and don't marry someone of the same sex. Yeah. But don't you dare impose your beliefs onto me, your religion onto me, and tell me what the fuck to do with my body and my decision. Yep. I am fortunate enough and I'm getting chills because I'm so like I'm angry and I'm emotional. I'm just like, I've said this before on the podcast is that like, I hope one day. I can tell my kids that like I lived in an era where there was a first female president. There was a first uh, African-American president. We have um, different types of people running our, our government of different nationalities for the first time of different color of different races. And, And I, and we've come so far as a nation. And then this week, we just literally went back so far and you know, we've gone through pandemics. We've gone through natural disasters. We've gone through, you know, the, the defunding of the police of the black lives matter. We we have literally as a nation have gone through so much trauma Mm -hmm. that I can't believe that I'm on my podcast right now talking of this nonsense of this bullshit and I, I, it pains me to say that one day to my child that, that this right is taken from them, that you don't have this choice. And like, again, I'm getting chills and I'm just like, I'm enraged. I'm a, I, 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 there's no word to describe how far back we went 
Um, I feel like every other country is literally laughing at us. Um, and I don't know where we go from here. I really don't. Uh, I, I don't I don't have any more words. I just needed to say what I had to say. And again, if I get canceled, you come at me. That's fine. This, it's my opinion. So, Laura, I hope you're not mad at me. But no, I mean, I just at first, like, obviously I cried because I'm just like, I cannot believe I'm a woman in 2022. And like, this is what's happening. Um, and then I just thought about our freedom as people living in this country. And I'm just like, holy shit, like we don't have any freedom because at the end of the day, like somebody's always telling us how to live our life and like, or like what to do with our bodies. And like, that really freaks me out. And I will say I was one of those naive people that was like, oh, this will never be overturned. It'll never happen. And yet here we are. And, um, well, let's get something straight. Abortion is not illegal yet in the United States. It's going to be illegal in certain states. And I mean, honestly, I say like, I don't have any words. Like I can't believe like we're here right now. And I just Mm -hmm. like thought about, you know, somebody living in Texas or somebody living in like a state where this will be banned and like, having to now not only be in a situation where okay you have to like make this decision but then now you have to like fund your trip to another state and like think about that on top of it and it's just like who the like what is fucking happening like literally what is happening yeah like um and I don't know I like I don't know what the future is I know what I saw like a lot of the states like New York State um, or New York City at least is like getting together all of these um, I don't want to call them like associations but kind of just what are they like nonprofits, non-for-profits just like really stepping up and saying hey like if you need to come to our state and do this like we will fund you and I know a lot of companies are stepping up and doing that but I think just as an American like this goes to show that we really need to kind of vote better, not vote better, vote different and kind of really pay attention to like who is in office because at the end of the day, like these people do have autonomy over our lives and that's very fucking scary. Yeah. And like the outrage, the sadness is like you feel like the collective like energy of confusion. I think it's like confusion of what the fuck is happening. Or and almost like, what's next? Right, like, like the unknown. Like what is next? Yeah. And I don't know what's next. And it's that's what's really scary. And like what really freaked me out. Like, I went on Instagram and I started seeing all of these um, ads for Plan C. And what Plan C is is to have an at-home abortion pill. And that really freaked me out because now let's say you are in one of these states, you take these pills, you don't have medical care, God forbid, like you have a blood clot or something happens, like you can a doctor now to go see what's happening because they can get fired. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm really sorry to interrupt you. I just, because I will forget. It's, I I wanted to, uh, because you just said that about the blood clot. I want to tell you this. When I went in for uh, my my brain thing almost five years ago, they asked me that. Wait, what did they ask you? They asked me, they're like, have you taken plan B recently? 
Really? So I I just wanted to it's it's because it's it's a known thing. It's you know they use it. Right. Exactly. So I just wanted to put that out because I will forget. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's just like it's very fucking scary that now people are going to be doing this at home and you know not under medical care mm-hmm. and who knows what the after effects of this is going to be whether you're pro-choice pro-life like none of it really fucking matters at the end of the day like this is like a human being who like just needs proper medical care and i mean if we can't do that as a country then i don't i don't know what else to say right and it's 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 fucked up like there's literally nothing else like it's fucked up and it's very very scary like pandemic all this you know all the other shit that follow now this and it's like where what is the end game and that's like what i keep thinking like what is the end game of all of this like what what is where are we getting to like what do they quote end quote ultimately want from us you know yeah. no and, absolutely and it just like makes you think like on a bigger scale like who like who are like who are these people who are these people that like these however many court justices like literally our entire lives are in the hands of these people mm-hmm. and like they can literally change their mind any fucking second and like our entire nation can just be thrown off tilt and that's what's really scary and it's happening. It's been happening. It started two fucking years ago. And mm-hmm. here we are. Yep. And I don't know what the end game is. And that's what's very, very scary. And it's like, you know, you live every day and you try to stay positive. But when you when shit like this is like constantly happening, it's like, how can one stay positive? Right. No, you're right. I you're right. I was it's, angry. It's I was I was so angry that I cried. Yeah. It's, it's um it's difficult it's difficult to um manage maneuver uh work through really um fortunately for us we have this platform that we're able to talk to uh, like an open space and a safe space nonetheless with you guys about and you know we Laura and I did we had this conversation uh, like you know we've never done this before are we really going to bring it on LBC and we both were like absolutely there's there's nothing you know, the, again, it, it's our it's our opinions. Our it's what how we feel as two females living in America right now. You're in New York. I'm in New Jersey. Um, you know, it, it's just like a lot. It's a lot, but I I I've, we felt the necessity to bring it here. Um, and just and I, I didn't. I do, I just want to you know not to make my my statement any more elaborate than it is. But I, I just want to also add that we are now coming off the tailwind of mass shootings, mm. um, of innocent children. Mm. Um, before it was selective communities. Now recently it was little like innocent children. Like I just don't. And and now we're doing this. And you know I I don't know. I don't know. Only God knows, right? Who only knows, like, what the end result of this all is. It's just there's so much going on in our our world that I don't know as human beings how we can process all this without um, the correct um, education, uh, knowledge to obtain all this and use it resourcefully. Um, 
because I, I, I don't know. We're so torn. There's so many different uh, parties that are going at it. And there's just, there's not, I don't see there being um, a happy medium yet. I, I hope one day there is, um, but it's scary. And yeah. um, I get why you cried, you know, I, I, know you're, I know you're not the only one and it's okay. You, you know, if you get it out because it's, it's scary there, it, it's just, our rights are, are, are literally deteriorating. Yeah. Or yes. I'm sorry. Yes. And our, our freedom, it's deteriorating. And it's just like, it's, I never thought in 2022 as a female, my age that I would be on our podcast talking about this. Yeah. Like that's not what this is about. And I, it's just, I, again, I, I don't want to have to have this conversation with my kids one day. I, I can't believe this is going to be now in the books of, of history. Like, that's it's we should be embarrassed yeah um but again i i i I, I gotta wrap it up i don't want to get into you know no i mean i think we're coming away from what we why this country started and i think this as everybody why our parents came here america oh yeah the freedom to like do anything and it's just like i think what you said at the beginning was brilliant like if you're if you want to get an abortion, go get an abortion. If you don't want to get an abortion, don't get an abortion. It should not be up to like our government officials to decide yes or no for us. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, the, like where is the power of the people at the end of the day? And I think like that's what's fucked up. And those are the freedoms that are being like taken away from us. And uh, like I can say the same thing for the vaccine. If you want the vaccine, go get the vaccine. If you don't want the vaccine, don't take the vaccine. And I think it should be like that. Like it's up to you and whatever you decide is okay because that is your body, your choice. And you should have complete freedom over what you do to that body. And uh, I don't know. It's really, it's very scary. I don't know what the resolution is. I mean, part of me to say this is like really fucked up, but I, it's an election year. It's a big election year and there's elections coming up again in November. And I'm just like, is, are they just like fucking with us again? Like with our emotional state, like here we go again. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't trust our government anymore. I don't think I've ever trusted them, but I really just don't fucking trust them. And there I said it, like, I don't trust them. And it's, that's a really fucking scary place to be because it's like you want to think like these people are here to like protect you but at the end of the day like what who are they really protecting like you they don't they don't give a fuck and it's like we just we have to all just look out for each other and i don't know it's it's crazy but yeah we felt that we had to like come on and talk about this today because you know as women as american as american women it's just such an important part of history right now. Sorry about that background noise, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but um, yeah, that's where we are. As confused, as angry, as frustrated, as disappointed as the rest of you, I'm sure, feel. Or as most of you feel. Right. So, so yeah. Um, thank you guys for allowing us to come on here and talking about it. Um, I... Um, maybe a little heavy, maybe a little morbid, but again, we, we needed to do that for each other. Yes, exactly. Um, Uh, so Laura, 
more than ever this week what are what are you grateful for oh my gosh i'm grateful for the freedoms that like i do have Mm -hmm. and like for being able to wake up every day and for living in this state and for you know just yeah i'm i am i'm proud to be an american i wouldn't want to live in any other country in the world so I am, I am grateful for that, but I'm mostly grateful for my freedom and for having sovereignty over my own body. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, same. I'm going to go with that. Um, just being a female in my state right now, I'm an and American, obviously, just uh, more than ever, I'm super grateful to be that way. And uh, for those of you who want to discuss it further with us, um, by all means, you know, you can reach out to us. We're here to talk about it. So yes, please feel free to reach out. Yep. Yeah. SC Teller Chatters, where they can find us. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast. Um, please head over to our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats, as well as your Facebook page, The Lunchbox Chats. Where, as always, guys, you can rate, review, and subscribe. And until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.